episode sponsored by T? This episode sponsored by Lipton. On this episode of Catch Your Life. As a LGBTQIA community, we need to be together. We need to be one as whole because if one of us isn't winning, we are all not winning and that's what we need to realize. Period, that's the end of discussion. It's okay to not know what you're doing right now. It's okay to be flustered and mad and sad and angry because um, if that's your feeling, that's your feeling. Um, but I feel like the next step is you know, trying to move on from that. Twitter was going off on Emo Black Dot. Did you guys hear about that? She's the reason why I submitted on the last day for the Goldie Awards. I got the opportunity to yeah. be chosen as a finalist and then boom. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Catch Your Life Podcast. I am Casey, a sex positive career person of color who happens to model and is extremely into fitness and mental health. I am with my co-hosts today. Hey guys, my name is Michelle and I'm a black person because about black people and undoing the traumas that affect us. Yes, I'm Reese. I'm a queer woman of color. I DJ, I make some music and I care about the social issues within our world. Yes, okay. So this episode is called, How Have You Been, Sis? Because I took a week off because I was in Atlanta. I was getting into some things, child, okay? But that's going to be my venting session, so we're going to hold off. This episode is a refresher episode, a mental health check-in, and a kiki session. We got the wine and everything. Listen, what happened earlier was tragic. (laughs) I have have wine all over me because I tried to open the wine. And it didn't work out. You know, it just sometimes life, life hits you with unexpected turn, and you just gotta keep pushing. And we kept we kept it pushing. Literally. So I had to go back to the store, get some wine, and now we're good. We're Gucci. We're, we're drinking. Sipping. We're sipping, and mm. it's a kiki session. Yes, baby. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get into our venting session, and our venting session is where we talk about relationships, life frustrations, self realizations, and what we've been up to this week or the past week. So, um, who wants to go first? So, um. This week has been very interesting for me. Uh, It was definitely a journey. Uh, Definitely defeating fear was number one. That was my battle, literally, because I did the Goldie Awards uh, on Thursday. Thank you so much. I am so proud of you because you guys do not know how much this girl was in her head or she used to be in her head and just not put her content out. But I did not know it was that big. Yes, it yeah. was like, huge. I saw y'all were there, and then I saw the, the um, Insta store. I said, oh my God, how? what the hell? Yeah, people like, were there yeah. from London, Tokyo, yes. I think. Yeah, yeah. Australia, yeah. Like, South Korea. They were sponsored by Adidas, like, period. Yo, <laughs> it's Adidas money. Originals. I could have cried. <laughs> Literally. I was so happy. She was on stage. There were so many people there. Oh my but God. how did that feel, Reese? Yes. Like, give Honestly, us the journey. Adrenaline. Fire flight. It just... Honestly, because I was around people who have been doing what I've been doing uh, for way longer than me. Like, these people have, like, 10 years over me, 20 years over me. And I'm a bitch that just picked it up last year because my mom got me this damn beat bag for Christmas. Mm. And, like, we're all practicing within the same room. I see these niggas, like, clicking 85 buttons in me. I'm just like, boop. One, two, three, four, boom. You know? No, you held it down, though. You had the crowd jump in. I really did, but (laughs) it's crazy because another thing is what people don't understand is what I did hasn't been done before. There's no YouTube tutorial on what I did live on stage, so it was definitely crazy. It it was driven by passion, you know? Mm -hmm. And I literally, at the end of the day, I had to realize, yo, this is what I love. So when I go on stage, I literally have to represent because I'm proud of what I can do. Like, like everybody on here, I'm sure they had a different journey, but me, I go to school, I work full time. Like, bitch, what? Like, like, I remember when you were talking about it, maybe like two or three weeks ago, whatever, and you were saying, like, you just entered it. You didn't know that you was like you were going to get... I guess, but yeah. what does that say, though? Like, you, exactly. like you were saying... It says yeah. I'm fucking talented. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just yeah. got here, bro. This yeah. is the fucking beginning, like, and this is what I'm doing. That's why I was watching it, and I was like... Because I didn't even think... Of, when you were explaining it, I did not even think it was that big. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the snaps. I said, what the yeah, hell? She's on stage. Crowd, like, sis, like, a whole crowd, sis. Like, this is an actual crowd. thing. Like, like <laughs> this is live. Yes. Okay? If you fuck up, everybody's going to see. 
Yes. Yeah, so that's literally. literally shit. If I come, you're probably going viral. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be really famous then. In a bad way. In a bad way, yeah. <laughs> still, like, We're trying to be viral in a good way. <laughs> exactly. So, like, it, it's definitely, like, calming my nerves, you know, being in a room full of great-ass people. I had to see the greatness within myself. And I think that was the biggest thing because I'm, like, looking. I'm, like, yo, these people, they know what they're doing. I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, that's literally what was going through my mind. And I had to combat it. I did be, like, yo, I'm here for a reason. Mm -hmm. There's something special I bring. Like, what, like get into your bag, Reese. Like, this, you're not here for no reason. Like, people see some shit in you, so make that shit pop. And that's literally what I did when I got on stage. I looked, I saw my family, I saw my friends. I was like, yo, I'm about to go off. They proud of me. I'm proud of me. All these, the yeah. judge, literally, Unique was sitting there, too. She was proud of me. Like, that's all I needed was to go and finish it. And that's exactly what I did. Just let them know who Unique is. So Unique is a Jersey club um, producer and DJ. She's literally a club queen. She's like the spearhead of the Jersey club, like like getting international, like getting the word out. She's like spearheading the movement, the branding, the marketing, like to just, you know, push Jersey club on an international level. So this is who she is. She's got vocal packs, you know, she makes kits and things like that. Like she has events for uh, females, um, in the world, you know, worldwide to learn how to DJ and learn how to basically, um, you know, get better. Like she wants, she's a pioneer for women in the music industry. And I love her for that because it's inspiring. And she's the reason why I submitted on the last day for the Goldie Awards. I got the opportunity to be chosen as a finalist and then boom. Like, you know, but that's my best session, you know, fighting through my demons and ultimately overcoming. Cause I, even though I did not win the Goldie Awards, I fucking won, bitch. Like when I tell you, like I got to meet so many different people and I just had the love of my friends and family and everybody was just so proud of me. And I, I killed it. I genuinely killed it for what I could do. I really hung with the great motherfuckers around yes. me the motherfucking yeah. winner i was hanging with the motherfucking winner okay yeah, okay i am the winner we was right. in the same bracket i am we, going to win exactly. i've been winning so i'm going to win more <laughs> exactly okay. that's all we do is win 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 no matter what and so that's all i got yeah. whoa that was good yeah. okay so my last week was amazing like i finally have a boyfriend and i'm excited about <laughs> it like i can scream into the world um i went to atlanta last week and the way he did it was like so romantic we were at a restaurant, and he had the waitress. First of all, it was so weird. We went to this really nice restaurant, and it was like steak, chicken. The chicken was really good. Let me tell you. <laughs> it okay. was so good. I only trust my grandma's chicken and crown fried chicken, period. The chicken was so tender and so juicy, and yeah. But we're not we're not talking about the food. Um, yeah, so right we are right now. But he got steak, I got chicken, and then... It came to dessert, and he was like, do you want dessert? I was like, yeah. And I was like, no, I don't want dessert. I don't want dessert. I'm good. Like, I'm full. Um, I had a drink, so I was on one, and I was ready to get back to the crib. (laughs) Do what it does. Make it do what it does. Yeah. So then he was like, all right, I'm going to get dessert. So he got dessert, and then it was taking a while, and we were talking or whatever. And the way, like... I'm starting to learn his facial expressions and it's like cute and crazy and that like so cute. that's how I know that I love him. He he does this thing where he like looks down and then he smiles and then he rolls his eyes over to the other side and it's just <laughs> like okay, what are you about to say nigga? Like what's going <laughs> on? Then um another waiter comes by and he's like, "Oh, this is the guy I wanted you to meet. He was supposed to be our waiter that was supposed to bring out the plate that said, "Do you want to be my boyfriend?" So he comes by and he's like, "Hey, nice to meet you." He's an Atlanta local gay, so I was like, okay, nice to meet you too, like, we can get along, uh-huh. where are you from, like, and then he was like, um, so what did you say? But I didn't hear him at the time when he said that, so I was just like, what? Because it was loud, there's music going on, mm-hmm. and then from behind me, like, a firework comes out, you know, like, the sparklers or whatever? Yeah. The sparkler came out, and I was like, oh, shit, this is crazy, because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was coming to somebody else, and right. then she stopped at my table, and then I was, <laughs> and you know me, I'm very, like, yeah. what's going on, unless I'm like, if I'm on a runway or if I'm like doing a photo shoot then all his eyes on me but like in my personal life I'm just really like <laughs> ah! not ready 
not ready. So she came over with the firework, and I'm like, okay, it's not my birthday. And then she came over with the plate, and it was like, do you want to be my boyfriend? And it was written out in chocolate, and the dessert was on the side. And I was like, oh my god, this is so cute. Aww. And I said, yeah. That's so cute. I said, That's yeah. Right. I'm not going to lie. Say yes. Be my nigga. Be yeah. my nigga. Please. I was looking forward to it because we had this conversation before we were getting close and or whatever. He was like, he was basically saying he wanted to do it at the right moment. And I'm like, right. okay. Whatever that is. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was just like a talk or whatever that we needed to have. But I guess he made it in a cute way. So That's dope. Yeah. Right. They built up the same anticipation for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting hit up by people. Like people were texting me yeah. talking about, you're on Twitter. Is this you? And I was like, yeah, that's me. That's my boyfriend. Like new boyfriend. And then they were like, oh, okay, okay. What was getting me was that these people were hitting me up. And then they were like, these people I haven't talked to in a while. They're like, oh, we need to hang out. Oh, oh, okay. So nah. you clout chasing? Oh, you nah. clout chasing? We hang out for what? Hang out for who? First hope? of all. I said, thank you. Oh, yeah. See you soon. <laughs> first of all. Like, mwah. <laughs> bye. But these were like these guys were like, you were used to hang out with? Or like, these were like people I used to hang out with, but like distance. We don't really talk like that anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like, and this sort of leads into my event. Y'all, topics for the event session does not even amount to anything I was going to say. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, like, that leads into, like, well, I was going to say something about social media, um, how toxic it is. Because mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like people, like, for somebody to say something like that, like, you just want to be friends with somebody because they're, you know, Doing like, close great. to, yeah, close to somebody that's, that's, like, up there or something like that. Like, that's, that's ass. Very cloutful. Yeah. <laughs> Very cloutful. Very cloutful. <laughs> First of all, I don't care how many, whatever you have, subscribers, fa- uh, followers, uh, how much fame you have, like... If it's not genuine, why would you want to be, like, surrounded by that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, You're like, that's so crazy. I, I don't know. That's I, that's just People so crazy. do it for, I feel, I don't know. I don't know either. Like, I, really I, I get it, but at the same time, I don't. Them to, yeah. They just, like, want to feed off of your energy. But it's not real, like, though. I like, get that you, you want to feed off my energy, but what are you getting from it? Yeah, like, like how do you feel comfortable? Do you think I'm going to cut you a check? Like, bitch, no. No, but you know what's crazy? And this is another thing, right. yo. What? The judges said, like, they mm-hmm. had a panel before the actual Goldie Awards, and they basically said, when you look for a mentor or something, don't expect them to put you on. Yes. Like, you have to put yourself on. Exactly. You have to do it. They're it's there like to you teach go, you and guide you. Right. They could walk the horse to the water or whatever but can't you make can't drink. make them drink yeah. exactly it's like what they gonna do right. move your limbs for you and that you goes with the Meg, Meg the Stallion thing we were talking about with a makeup artist wanting to get paid and tag on Instagram it's like you got paid if, she wants, if she's gonna tag you she's gonna tag you but mm-hmm. you can't make somebody do something that's extra. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like you we can, were definitely talking about you, that. Like, can you give the payment more is enough. For the so, um, Meg was just, and this goes, and this goes hand in hand with what you were saying, because it seems like the the makeup artist. So, Meg Stallion was followed um, for a day for Vogue magazine. Mm-hmm. So you ain't say nothing about her not tagging you until Vogue. Start following her for the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like she been this her this her mo. Right. She never tagged you. Meg been up there all yeah. summer since beginning of the year, and you ain't never say nothing. Yeah. But you do her makeup all the time. But when Vogue follow her, that's when you want or that's when you want your recognition. So um, Meg Stallion was followed for the day by Vogue, and her makeup artist was mad that Meg didn't say that her makeup was done by uh, the person. I'm not sure if it's a male or female or what. Whatever the person is, I don't know. Uh, whoever. <laughs> yeah, whoever, you know. I don't know why they, what they go by. but um, And Meg was like, well, we all know that I do my makeup. You either start it and I finish it or I finish it and you start it. And um, you could just text it to me, right? So, first of all, for you to say that online, now I'm either going to have to fire you because now you just put it out there and now people are going to be saying, like, you just discredited yeah, you- me. You, right. you got me looking out here. You got, you got me, me out, out here looking, looking crazy. Looking stupid. And you know, Meg is not even known for starting no beef and exactly. nothing like that. Yeah. So now for you doing that, I you gotta go. I gotta, I gotta clip you. Meg is the she's the woman like she's women unite period like exactly. she like she's like everyone get together let's do it like we can all do it together it's an inclusive thing not an exclusive thing the thing is with the makeup artist is you can't expect Meg to post on her story or on her feed you once you get paid that's yeah. your payment like you're yes. good 
everything is just extra after that. But the thing about it is you already know, even if she doesn't tag you, it already comes with the territory that people are going to say, oh, who did your makeup? Oh, make her makeup looks really good. Who did that? People are going to ask anyway. Yeah. So it's like, and you're already doing the makeup. I went to the person's page and already doing the makeup of other stars. So it's like, what's like, what's up with you? Yeah. It's really <laughs> he was having a bad, he or she was having a bad day. I don't know who does her makeup. So. Yes. Bad day. Yes. But how's everybody's mental? There's a mental check-in. I am mentally exhausted, to be honest. Who's like, the new girl, Reese? You were talking about some new girl that you were talking to. No, let's don't throw do that. her. Let's throw her into the chat. This ain't no girl. This somebody I shot my shot at, and I'm hoping it lands. The bitch is rocky. Is she? What makes her rocky though? No, my shot was Shea Moisture's in the trash. Shea Moisture is crazy. Shea Moisture is crazy. Like launched. That girl in the trash. The Shea Moisture saga continues. Like, it's like it's like this, yo. Mm. It's like you see the girl in your dreams. You're like, oh, this is it. Then you meet the I girl in your dreams. I have never seen no shit like that. This is it? No, like, I really feel like every girl, I, I'm done. <laughs> every, girl, every girl I see Man. that I'm attracted to, yeah. this is it. Oh, you believe no, in love like, at first sight? If I have, if I have the potential. See, if I don't have the potential, it's just like, damn, well, like, nigga... You need to chill. Like, you know, I tell myself, like, but, like, if I'm actually, like, talking to someone and I, like, get to know them based off of, you know, what they looking like and then how they talk and I'm like, oh, this is it. This is it. Like, I can lock down. I'm, you know, I'm playing the whole thing in my head. Like, you know, I'm remembering dates, important shit, your birthday, your your favorite color. Right. All that. Mm. But then they start talking and it's just like, ah. The girl in my dreams is dumb. Oh my god, I hate that. The girl that. in my dreams is a hoe. Oh damn. The girl in my dreams ain't gay. <laughs> like, oh yeah, shit. Right. That's like, a major one. Nope. But yeah, so major it's just key. like I gotta. I'm a chill. I'm a chill on shooting my shot for real because. When you least expect it, it comes. Yes, yeah, I've been trying to tell you that. When you least expect it, it comes. Yeah. Nah, but that's what happened with my ex, and that just didn't need to come at all. <laughs> like, I, I could have won without that. But you rode the wave. The wave is over. And it was an experience. It was a lesson. You grown yeah, from that. I learned a lot. <laughs> learned a lot from that's it. That's all that matters. How's See, your mental health, Michelle? Um, It's all right. I mean, I'm still stuck in this limbo of like what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. I, can, I feel like I say that every week, but I feel like... It's real um, shit, though. Yeah, I just feel like I need to be doing something, like, else. Like, um, I still have... The last school that I applied to, I still haven't heard back from them. Um, and I'm just, like, debating if I'm going to even go through this whole applying to grad school again. Mm-hmm. Question. Mm-hmm. What are the pressures that... Like, what is making you feel like you need to do more? Do more at, for myself. Okay. But at the same time, I feel like my whole life, and this is something that I think a lot of people can relate to. Your whole life, you, you think you're about to become a doctor. Or you think you're about to go to this and do this. And then you start getting to that point. You're just like, nah. It's not it. Yeah, it's not and reality. Even, and then even if I get to that, like, um, this school that I'm waiting to hear back from, like, three years, $200,000 worth of debt. Yeah. Do I want exactly. to do that? No, you don't. Yeah. I can yeah. do my own thing. Like, and, and still, like, you know. Not only that, but for me, I feel like it's anxiety, like a double sort of anxiety. Yeah. It's like you constantly feel like you're not doing enough. Yeah, exactly. And if you are doing enough, it's putting content out and then you get anxiety from the content you put out because yeah. you don't know how it's going to get a re- what reaction it's going to get from like your mass people or your followers or whatever. Yeah. So it's like a double sort of anxiety for me. But yeah. my mental health is stable right now. I'm not going to say it's great. Mm-hmm. It's good right now, but like the anxiety gets to me and dealing with that. It takes a lot, but I do yoga, I meditate, mm-hmm. I do my positive affirmations every yes. day, and I feel like that's helping. Um, I'm actually starting to do the positive affirmations on my story now, so yeah, posting, yeah, 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 putting my post-its, my writing, I feel like it could help somebody. And I was just talking to Xavier, my best friend, his name is Xavier, I'm acting <laughs> like you guys are here and you know my life, but I was talking to Xavier the other day, and I was like, I literally know I'm so talented, and God has something waiting for me but he wants to shift it in the way that it's not only going to help me but it's going to help a lot of people so i just need 
<laughs> I tell him this all the time. I'm like, I need to figure out, I, like, I need the map, I need the plan, and I need him to tell me, like, like how my life is going to end so Real I can figure shit. it out. Because I don't know where I'm supposed to be right now, and I'm just throwing everything at the wall and right. seeing what sticks. So, yeah, yeah that's where I'm at and right I, now. And, yeah, I feel like I'm, like, you know, we, you know, me and Casey went to college together, we were just stuck in that whole science major stuff, right? And I feel like I'm still stuck there, but then I'm seeing, like, you know, I started the YouTube uh, and like uh, so many people, I'm getting so much positive feedback from that. And then I started thrifting. I'm getting so much positive feedback from that. And I'm just like, all right, I feel like the the good vibes from both those things. Um, and it makes me happy to do both those things. Mm-hmm. And then the one thing that I'm doing that's aligned with, you know, the science route I want to take, I just feel so iffy about it because of the people I have to come in contact with. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like. First of all, you're always going to meet people who are, like, that are racist, right? Yeah. yeah. And just having to deal with something in that setting and the things that they say and then having to think, like, this is the, the career I'm going to have to do that I'm going to shut my mouth for and just do it because if I don't, like, I'm going to get sued or something like that, mm-hmm. I just can't see myself doing it. Yeah, it's intense. All right, having to be, like, shelter myself. And then even if I start my own, like, you know, practice, you know, become your start your own practice... It's still the same thing. Yeah. Because you just don't get, you, you're not going to get no business if you just, yeah. and I'm out here shouting about the Black Panthers and stuff like that. You know, ain't nobody going to, you know. So, and there's even, it's not, <laughs> not you said if I'm shouting. <laughs> talking about the Black Panthers and Martin Luther King, and it's not even only, not that white people not going to come to me uh, as a physical therapist, but black people, because there's black people out here that are fucking coons. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. It's just so, oh my goodness, like literally. The, sh- the shit I hear some black people say, I'm like, what the what is going on? What my Your Wildin' was going to be... We'll get into it later. I want to say, please say It was very kunful. It was very kunful. It's like, just like, I'm so tired. Where are you but coming from? At the same point, I try not to blame them because I know that they have to be conditioned this way to even survive. It's the setting. Because they feel like, yeah, they feel like they have to think this way to even get through. But the same, it's like, come on, brother. It is not 1960. Yeah. You know, I t- like, I understand, but at the same time, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, loudly, you shouldn't have to talk like that. It's but like, quiet, you understand I mean, both sides of the story, but you're still wrong over there, sir. Mm-hmm. So you need to get it together. Right. All right, mental health is over. I'm glad we checked in with mental health. That was a wild topic, but we're going on to our next segment, and our next segment is Media Takeover, segment where we weigh in on pop culture and current events from the past week or this week. Ugh, there was so much going on in the media. Twitter was going off on Emo Black Dot. Did you guys hear about that? Okay. Wait. Let me explain the story first. Let me explain the story first. I'm going to give you the gist and everything, and then we're going to go over it, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts. So, Emo Black Thought. She got some fucking nerve. People people feel betrayed by Twitter account Emo Black Thought after they revealed their true identity. So, Emo Black Thought went on Paper Magazine and revealed their identity. Now, it all started with um, an account called Mad Black Thought, where it was this boy named Isaiah, and he was um, relieving his stresses through Twitter because he used to go to Texas State University, and he was relieving his stress through the racism and the homophobic remarks that he was getting from his um, classmates and students and the race racial slurs and all of that. So it started off as Mad Black Thought account, and then it got suspended over a copyright infringement in 2017. So this is what's get this is what gets me is he found he got another account through another black woman, and it was called Emo Black Thought. So I don't know if this other black woman knew what he was gonna do with that account, but she still knew that she gave it to him. So. It was called Emo Black Thought, and it would support up-and-coming black creatives and tweet advice, especially for queer black women. And the thing he was doing with it, Isaiah referred to himself as Nicole. He had she or her pronouns in her Twitter bio. So he spoke about periods. He spoke about a certain condition he had, and it was endometriosis. Endometriosis is a condition in females. The tissue that makes up the uterine lining is present on other organs inside your body. So Emo Black Thought was asking women for money through Cash App, asking other people for money through Cash App, having women, giving women advice through the DMs. Women were sending pictures. Yes. So he went as far as to make up a disorder 
and continue on with that and continue to give people advice on a disorder that he did not have, meaning he was Google searching it. Oh, and shit. yes, he asked for money through Cash App for this the disorder and for various other things. And so finally he went on to Paper Magazine to make the big reveal of his identity and Paper Magazine posted it on their Instagram and everybody found out that it was a light-skinned black bisexual man. <laughs> And Twitter, so Twitter was shook as fuck. Uh, and I have some tweets. I have some tweets over here, Who's but that? like the <laughs> women were dragging, dragging. him. He and he made a cash app, getting cash from other people on that Twitter account. He knew Little Nas X. I don't know if Lil Nas X knew that this was going he on, but it was did. when... Especially if he has an alias. Nah, Lil Nas... Not him. Lil like, Nas, he's going by Nicole. Yeah, like, they have pictures together. I have it right here. No, Lil Nas Literally. X knew. He you probably did. So? And this was yeah. when he was Nas Mirage on um, <laughs> Twitter. This is when he was, like, with Nicki and all that. His name was Nas Mirage. But I fuck with Lil Nas X. I don't give a fuck. No. I think he did nothing wrong, but no, Lil this... Lil Nas ain't... Well... Isaiah did a whole bunch of shit wrong. Like he, Isaiah Hicklin, that's his name. His whole social, but that's no. But the thing is, people are people are hesitant to talk about him Mm -hmm. on Twitter because he was the staple for so many black creatives' careers. Like he had such a big platform, one hundred and seventy-seven thousand followers. He would retweet black creatives and put them on, make them go viral. You know what I mean? So a lot of people are timid to talk about it because he did help them in such a big way, but he did fuck up. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, you know, it's one thing. It's disrespectful because when there's black women who are out here thinking that you, you, um, you know, are going through the same thing as them, and you out here lying, that's a problem. Yeah, that's not cool. I understand that he has he has put many black creatives in like a better um you know, a better light as as has promoted their careers. But as he fucking should. Yeah. Right? As he should because I feel like he did that knowing that one eventually he'll be caught. I think that his conscience literally got to him. Like he was feeling very guilty and I think he had good intent, but he just fucked up. He dropped the whole ball. Like mm-hmm. when you started asking for cash, Reach you're still looking at him. You're looking yeah, for him? I'm looking at his whole Twitter. I'm looking at the apology. He had a, he had a, at, yeah, I mean, an apology. He had an apology that he posted on YouTube. It was this big video. He probably got so many views. I didn't watch the video, though. So much money. Yeah, from the video. I didn't even think about the money aspect, because you do get money if you get a lot of um, views on YouTube. Yeah. I saw this on the internet. Summer Walker and London on the track. They're no longer together. They just got back together today. Are you serious? <laughs> she walked on stage and gave her a, a rose and a big oh, ass teddy bear. Oh, I did see that. I saw that. Okay. Talk about she about to get pregnant tonight. Oh, my God. See, bro, I liked this story at first before you told me the plot twist at the end there, Michelle. <laughs> Let me tell you how I heard this story today. Okay. Summer Walker finessed this nigga out a whole free album and oh, then yeah. said deuce. Okay? <laughs> deuce, For real? Deuce. Wait, tell me the story. What happened? They were together, like, before this, the whole breakup. Wow. Yeah, but I didn't think he was cute anyways. And I, I was always I here. Like. Yeah. I was always here for a fem- a young black female finessing that nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like and then being gay on the side. Like, what's up? Okay, so <laughs> you're you're on a Pornhub site. You clickbait, okay? <laughs> Pause. I want go- I just want you know That's crazy, but I'm happy that they're back together though. I'm not. I'm I would a hate this salty. Yeah. <laughs> it spoiled my, She's my cute and all. media takeover. Michelle, what about you? What's your media oh, takeover? It's Gina Rodriguez. Oh, this is <laughs> very controversial. Let's really get into it, though. Let's really get into it. First of all, Gina Rodriguez is best known for um, being Jane on Jane the Virgin. Um, she was, but she's also known, has been known for making very anti-black comments. First yes. of all, um, she did something with Yara Shahidi, and the interviewer asked her about um, ex Yara, mind you, Yara, not Gina. Asked her, how is it, how is, what is it like to be an influence for uh, young black women? And Gina interjected herself and said, all, all women. Bitch, bye. Bye, yeah, what the fuck? Excuse First me? of all. That question wasn't meant for you. It, it was not answer it. Like, I, I was, Number two, I said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and then, but then she's, I, she did something else, but it, it, it regarded into her trying to say that her dad, who is a white Hispanic, Puerto Rican male that is not black. Yeah, she said he was dark skinned and he's he's not. Not at all. Oh, I believed her. 
she got you too. She got me with the cry, bitch. She got me with the cry, yeah, and then I mean. forgot she was an actress. But then the thing Continue. is, she got, right? She, the thing about it is, she she gets online, she starts crying, saying, "I don't like to be called anti-black because I grew up in in New York. I grew up in in uh, in the hood." That don't mean shit. I hate when people think that if you grow up in the hood, it means you are black. She feels like because she grows up in the hood that she's black, that that she's um one with black culture and it's just like no. I feel I hate when people think like you know when people say things like oh that's how I was raised mm-hmm. if you were if, if you learn something that is not good that's a toxic, trauma yeah. a right. toxic so trait you can't just say that's how I was raised yeah. that's wrong you should unlearn that you exactly. saying nigga is not a good thing it don't matter if that's how you were raised like you shouldn't have been saying that exactly shit. Yeah. And as like, an adult you should be able to reflect and analyze and understand that that's not Okay. And on Sunday, I was watching Jay Versace's live, mm-hmm. and he got on live with these. They were from New York. It was these uh, Spanish boys, and they still kept saying they kept calling Jay a nigga. And he said, "Hold up, yeah. are you saying nigga?" And they said, oh, "My dad's black. My dad's black." He pulled up a picture of his dad. His dad was lighter than a white person, <laughs> and he said, "Oh well, I don't matter. I'm black, nigga, nigga, nigga." I said, "Wow." It is crazy, like, but the thing about it is, a lot of people just want to say the N word. Yeah, they exactly. they're not. Oh, you're black, but you don't ever talk about the other things that affect black people, except for wanting to say nigga. People just keep claiming this Afro Latina, you know, ter- uh, like um, identity just to be able to say the N word, and it's just so crazy to me. It's like they don't even understand the experience. They don't understand the experience no, because don't. if you if you're if you personally. Have, will ne- Gina Rodriguez will never be called a nigga. Mm-hmm. No white person will be like, oh, you're a nigga. They probably think she's white. Yeah. They will never call her a nigga unless they know like who she is. Not only that, that but if sense. somebody, just in general, take a race out of it. If somebody is telling you that they feel offended right. of what you did, right. and you say, no, you should not feel offended because this, that, and the third. No, my feelings are valid. I feel offended. Right. You need to understand that. You shouldn't be making excuses uh, or apologizing right. condescendingly about the matter. You offended right. me. You should be apologizing. You Point should be feeling what I'm feeling. They want to reap the benefits. Point blank period. Of, they want to reap the benefits of the slave trade, but not even acknowledge the slave trade. They want. They don't want to ever be mm. black <laughs> until it comes to saying the N word. Exactly. How many Puerto Ricans you know will say I'm black when it comes to um, statistics on? The murder people, yeah. or even filling out a form, right? Wait, you gonna click black, bitch? Let me watch you. <laughs> Let me watch you check that black box. There's, there's off. even there's even a box that says I am white. So you cook. So let's say there's a box that says you cook. I'm white, and then after after that they say, are you Hispanic? Are you a white Hispanic or are you uh, oh, just a white person? If there's a box for that, bitch, come on, reassess. What are those boxes exactly. for, though? Why does Re-assess. that matter? It's like government statistics, consensus. Oh, that's what it is, like a survey. Because you, know. you can be white and be Hispanic. Bitches from Spain, they ain't fucking uh, black. Yeah. We're moving on to the next topic, the next segment. It's your wildin' sweetie segment. This is my favorite segment. Oh, shit. Yeah. I got some for this. Okay, cool. So your wildin' sweetie segment is where we talk about who was doing the absolute most from last week or this week and there was a lot of people doing the most i'm gonna start off with mine because i just have to say a couple of things i was watching okay so when i was in atlanta so we were watching this vice video and me myself i'm queer and this isn't even my your wild and this is just a side to my your wild and but when i watched this video it like baffled me how literally the queer community is so separated like they had people on a panel white gay men wearing donald trump hats Make America Great Again. I don't know how the fuck who that the works fuck? out. Yo, who I don't was, know was, how the fuck that Milo, works out. Was Milo up there? <laughs> Who's was Milo? 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 That motherfucker is a gay spokesperson for Donald Trump. For real? Yes, Milo. He literally goes to different college oh, no. campuses and preaches like hate speech. I don't think he was up there. a gay. And he's white. Oh, that's so wild. like... No, but there was it was an old gay man, and he had a husband. He was wearing the Make America Great Again hat, and then it was a younger gay man, and he was wearing the same hat. These men, well, the older man, he didn't say too much, but the younger man felt so compelled to feel victimized from what these people's thoughts were, and it was just confusing to me. And then the trans woman, there was a trans woman, and then there was also a non-binary person that were sitting separately from each other. And they were talking about the the trans woman. She was white or Hispanic, light-skinned. And she was talking about how the non-binary person is making it hard for her 
because when people think of non-binary and trans, they clump it together. Yeah, she was like, they clump it together and it's making it hard on her. So her identity is harder for to get recognized basically by the white men in America. So when she said this to the non-binary... Yeah. What are you a teacher? It's hard to break down. She the felt lesson. that's not even the that's not even what it was. She but she said it was too hard for people to understand what it meant to be non-binary. Yeah, she and was. Trans. She said that the non-binary people were making it hard for the trans people because people in general, like the so they need to wait. The, public, the non-binary people who feel non-binary need to wait until right. you're trans. That's um, what I'm saying. Phenomenon. But like, it's the same thing with um. With bisexuals and gays, like Yo, that's the same thing. The like you're making it hard for me AB. for the parallel. You're talk, making it hard for talk, me for people talk. to understand what I'm going through because people aren't taking me seriously. People so, can be non-binary and not be gay, not be gay or bisexual. Maybe asexual. Tra- yeah. Yeah. So can, my thing is like, we need to be gender and sexuality need to be separated. Separated. As a LGBTQIA plus community, we need to be together. We need to be one as whole because if one of us isn't winning, we are all not winning. And that's what we need to realize. Period. That's the end of discussion. They also had another black Republican gay on there. He was basically, so, I can't uh, relate to you guys. Like, I'm not flamboyant, blah, blah, blah. Like, what? It was just the whole video like, threw me off. And then they toxic. Just toxic. The, what got me the most about the video was nobody really understood no well, nobody really understood the word queer and they were they were taking it as a negative thing because when they grew up they were called queer who's, and who's it was like this panel it was it was vice oh you know vice God. yeah the vice panel Wait, it's vice all vice is that. always controversial period yeah, always but it's a good conversation on purpose it's a good conversation they do things but yeah, yeah exactly like, like, but no people were speaking their minds like i respect the um there was a there was a trans guy on the side, white trans guy. I respected him so much because when they talked about queer people of color and they were having an uh, intense discussion and then the interviewer asked that person about it, he said, I respectfully bow down because I have nothing to say on this subject, which I respect. Like, that is a valid statement. And that's how I feel like going back to the Gina thing, the Spanish people that have that are not Afro-Latino should feel. You should not, you should, yeah, step out of it. Like, just understand the situation for what it is. You should try to learn. Exactly. It should be an experience where you learn, not where you open your mouth and talk and try to teach somebody because you have no, no idea what's going on. Completely no idea. But that wasn't even my your wildin'. I had a lot to say because, you know, for the past weeks, I haven't had a your wildin' in a minute. So I saw this video on Instagram, and the vice was my original your wildin', but this turned into another your wildin' because it was crazy how this guy, it was black community. Okay. This boy, he, he came out as bisexual to his best friends. And on the video, the best friends um, heard him and and jumped him, literally jumped him started beating on him and I felt so bad for him and it was just so sad and those are the people that were supposed to be his homies like yeah like it was really crazy and this is why black people black gays in the community are so scared to come out like it's a trauma that's it's like a identity crisis that they go through they go through an identity crisis because they can't come out they can't be themselves and if they do come out then they're rejected by their whole family and that was just like it was it was a lot for me to take in. I was watching it at Barnes and Nobles, and I was literally starting to tear up. And it's just crazy because that's an experience that a lot of black gay men go through, and not even gay men, black bisexual men. Yeah, it's scary. <sighs> it's so scary. But I digress. No, but that's a that's a real serious topic because you know, like black men, they don't feel comfortable coming out, so at it's all. like they're like rejecting themselves, and it ultimately leads to suicide. You end up killing yourself because yeah. you don't want to face that fear. That fear, that potential rejection is so imminent. It's imminent danger. Like not you only that, but like from saying who you are, but continue. Yeah, not only that, but people people take it within themselves. Like they find their insecurities within themselves, they build it up, and now that gay person that actually is gay is reflecting it onto the person that's openly being themselves. Exactly. Bullying them. It happens in high school, it happens in college, it happens everywhere you go where somebody's insecure within themselves, so they take it out on you. And it's just very crazy. Like, we could avoid that whole subject. It's another thing where you were talking about the traumas in your childhood that you just need to work on. And it's tough. I I had the experience of going to, like, 
a black school and middle school because I grew up in Cherry Hill and Mount Laurel. Like, they're predominantly white. You know, I was always used to being, like, the only, like, the token black. And I used to be proud of that, unfortunately. <laughs> no, it's really sad, yeah. but it's it, yeah. I went through, like, a period of rejecting myself. But what I'm saying is within the black school systems, like, it's in, more intense because everybody's dealing with their own insecurities. So, like, they come to school and they, they pick on everything. Like, your shoes. Yeah. My shoes wasn't Converse. They were from, uh, like, the fucking... What store was that called? Like, nah, like, one of them type of stores. Like, yeah. And they came at me. And that was the only thing. Like, everything top to bottom, I was fine. My hair was done. Edges was laid. Just my shoes ain't have the star. Yeah. And yeah. everybody jumped on that shit. Yeah. It's just crazy because we're dealing with people's actual lives. Like... People take their lives for granted or take other people's lives for granted. It's crazy because these people are getting killed out here on these streets because their own community, it's a minority within a minority. Like, exactly. the, their own community is not accepting them. So where are they going to go? Exactly. These people build mental uh, health disorders because their family's not accepting them. They can only bottle their emotions inside. Like, it doesn't make any sense it's, to me. It's, it's it gets so me so crazy. emotional. And the only thing, like, that they feel they can do is just be intensely what's which the stereotype that's been laid out. Yes. Like, they feel 100% comfortable in being someone, like a template that they was predetermined. They're mm. completely comfortable in being a hood nigga. Like, that's okay. Yeah. But you can't be gay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You could be a dumb nigga, rack up all these charges. They like, free my nigga Zay, free my nigga Lil. Yeah, but once you gay, it's a rat. But it's a rat. Yeah. You get beat the fuck up. What? <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't make sense. You can't get beat the fuck up for having a gun charge, but you can be beat the fuck up for That's being real gay. Shit. Yeah. The fuck? Come on, black community. Come on. Let's yeah. go. And that goes hand in hand with my Yawala, and it was about the shave room. And I feel like the shave room, I mean, I'm always commenting or whatever, but I feel like, I feel like it's when the shave room understood to the point where we have a predominantly black audience and we could ship certain shit within black culture. Yeah. You have to behave accordingly. Exactly. Like, when they post shit, like, Dwayne Wade posting um, his daughter, Gabrielle Union, and his son that's gay, saying, my girls, and they, they post that shit, like, you know what's going to come from that. Exactly. You know the comments going to be toxic as fuck. So instead of, like, you know, trying to... Facilitate or, like, monitor or right. guide it in yeah. a positive Reg way. And regardless, you're going to have people that say homophobic-ass shit or racist shit. You're right. It's, it's going to happen regardless. But there's a way you can curve that. You can post that, but then also post maybe some kind of discussion. Exactly. You know, kind of, but I instead like of just posting that and just, I understand it's the shade room, but like, you have to understand that mm, you're yeah, supposed to no. be changing some shit. But some pictures they post and you're like, now child, you know, which yeah. you just did right. to that person. And, and you know the comments that are going to come with it. And the caption be so completely, acting so completely obli oblivious to what they just posted. Yeah. They post them up with a fucked up weave and then say, uh, well, <laughs> Front of she's, all fucked, she's slain. like. Come on, you already know people want to attack Just this got black. My hair did. Right, Bang like, crooked because her friend cut it. Right, you know people want about to attack this black woman for her hair, and then you know it's already an issue in a black community. Why would y'all even facilitate that yeah. type of shit? Exactly. It don't make no sense. It's like, like loving hip hop, kind of. Yeah, it's like, damn. Like, come on. The producers are steering it. Right, when they post positive stuff, that's supposed to outweigh the shit. But it don't. No. Because, yeah, you can post positive shit, but let's have a conversation about that. You can post somebody with a messed up, uh, with their hair not up to par to society standards, and then how, let's post a discussion about why we think that uh, girls' hair have to look a certain way, but when it comes to white women, we don't give a fuck what their hair look like. So, my you're wildin' is uh, President Trump, as always. This tweet <laughs> as was... Always. As always. ...was crazy, because he's facing uh, an impeachment right now, so he's just... Ooh, I hope it's not the tweet I'm thinking about. I think it is. Is the lynching one? Woo! <laughs> What boy, did he say about what? Boy, 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 boy. Let me bring this back. Let me, let me he grab he, some threw, more it, he yeah. threw it in a hypothetical way. And this is this is because this is basically what he's going through right now. So he says, so someday if a Democrat becomes president and the Republicans win the House, even by a tiny margin, they can impeach the president without due process or fairness or any legal rights. All Republicans must remember what they are witnessing here. A lynching, but we will win. This motherfucker. Listen, I saw that shit, and I said, God, <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. How does that man sleep at night? No, I don't think he sleep. He can't I, no, sleep I, he, like that. I think he sleeps. I think he's thoroughly, he's thoroughly convinced himself that he's always fucking right. He's a narcissist. No, 
You know? Okay, yeah. There we go. People need to realize that when they do something, it impacts the world tremendously. When you have a huge platform and you do dumb shit, people do dumb shit with you. He just wants to be the victim so damn bad. Like, he, wanted, of, he, yeah. like he is soaking in it. Like, he is actually... He really honestly truly believes like how you said he's a victim in this yeah. situation like but that's, how how he, that's the only way he can sleep at night like but it's so blatantly fucked up like he's he's really getting impeached because he did some left left so i'm yeah. about to break it down for you go ahead break real it quick. down for me real quick so basically well he he as the you know president of the united states his big thing is foreign policy like that's what he has complete reign over so what he did is he took the ambassadors from, like, Ukraine that dealt with them, like, permanent ambassadors who been had their job before he came in. He took them out of their position. He put his lawyer and, like, a personal assistant in place of the ambassador to basically say, we're not giving you no money if you don't do this investigation on Joe Biden and his son. And mind you, I don't even think the lawyer gets, like, a paycheck. Like how the ambassadors got a paycheck. The you thing know? about it is the Ukraine is the Ukraine is a country who is in trouble. They're right? in shambles. They're, they're, <laughs> independ- they're dependent. Ukra- Ukraine has depended on Russia or has been in war with Russia for, forever. Yeah, since so the fall of the Soviet Union. If the United States, one of the strongest countries in the world, out here telling you you have to do this or I won't protect you, that's a statement. That's the exactly. And he's like holding it as leverage. Yeah. And mind you. What was crazy, I was listening to the podcast today, um, the, the White House administration did a, like, a press release and literally said, yeah, this is what's going on. The, he's the president of the United States and he's able to do this. Like, what? Mm-hmm. He called this man, first of all, you try to get evidence on a man that's dead. Talk like, about a reach. Fu- yeah. Talk about a reach. A motherfucker reach. Yeah. A motherfucker reach. So you trying to get information on this man to help you with the election. Bro. The 2020 election, and you telling this man over the phone because I listened to the transcript. Don't call me, I'll call you. You better do what I say. Next time I call you, nigga, what? That's so messed up. Like it's so messed up. And, and then the whole part, the whole lynching thing. Yo, to compare. Oh, jeez. To, to compare. How to dare compare you? What you're going mm-hmm. through to the lynching of recorded lynching. five thousand people that we don't even have. We don't even. It's like numerous. The we don't even know. Even, we don't even know the real numbers. We can't numbers. even tell you the real numbers. To compare what you're going through to a lynching a of lynching? black people who never got a proper and burial. Mind you, lynching is a term that is was coined in America. Literally yeah. coined in America. Yes. So it's just like, yo, you're taking a specific time in history and correlating it to what you're going through as if you were within that time period. Or right. this like this situation equates to that. Right. When it has... Now, but I'm re- you got money, you got power, you got a bed, you can eat when you want to. Right, I really don't you're not about getting that beat. Yeah. Yeah. You, the laws are not oppressing you. You got free range. You want to build a wall, you want to scream, you can make a fucking state of emergency over a fucking wall. You want to compare this to a lynching? That's fucking disrespectful. We need to start taking this country fucking seriously. That's the thing. Everybody's taking it as a publicity stunt, and we know that publicity stunts get us somewhere nowadays, but people really need to... This is actually our country, and this is actually happening. Like, And I don't like the fact that Republicans are just like, yeah, he's wrong, but like... We need to clean it up. No, like he's exactly. wrong and wrong is wrong and he needs to be out the White House. And like that's just what that's it is. That's exactly what's going on. Like it's not just the Republicans like not backing him this time. It's like the ambassadors speaking out because they don't, they want to cover their ass. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is what you're doing? Because everybody, yeah, because everybody telling. had a part in it and as soon as he goes, everybody's going with him. Exactly. It's going to be a round no, sweep. They're blowing the whistle. Do, 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 blow the whistle. Do, 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 do. Like, yo, fuck that shit. I'm out. This game ain't fun no more. Yeah. Like, yo. I will resign before I get fired. Exactly. And that's exactly what's shit. going on within his administration. So yeah. many people have resigned dipped one off. after one. One after one. If it was Obama, trying to move yeah. like he moving, should have got him out on day two. Joe Biden would have been president. <laughs> period. Yeah. Period, Pookie. Period, Pookie. <laughs> period, Pamela, and period, Patricia. They're all <laughs> sitting right here. Period. Petunia. Petunia. <laughs> 
But that wraps up that segment. Okay, next segment is called New Music. Yes. New, New music. music. Hey. Okay. New Music is where we talk about the top five new songs that Hyped Up Reese, DJ Hyped Up Reese, picks hey. for us. And we basically see if we like it or not. We give it a yay or a nay. So if yay we give it a yay, me. then we're going to do New Music. <laughs> if we give it a nay, then we're just going to say nay. Hey. All right. Ready? Yeah. I got uh, Young Bane Up Maximum. Right, this is the first Feels like a diary. Yeah. Yeah, were your friends posted in the club? Uh, I was there by chance and looking for love. Yeah. Armor on your heart, we don't use a glove. Tell me where you better finish if it's starting Oh, I like that. I one. like that a lot. Yeah, yeah I do. I, it's giving like an island vibe. Yeah, like, I'm gonna oh, say that. Like, where's he from? Where's he from? All right, and I got one from the day. Y'all remember? Oh, uh, wait, who's the person? Young Bane? Young Bane. Oh, he's from London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from London. He got that little. He's from London. All right, so y'all ready for the next one? This is Kid Ink, Randy Moss. The way I got through this list is I definitely looked through Rap Forever, which is basically a website that drops the newest mixes, and I literally listened to them, and the ones that I fucked with, I kept. You put on the track. If I didn't, you're not going to hear it tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, so this was Kid Ink, and y'all know who Kid Ink, you know, he yeah. was popping before. Yeah, back in 2010. Exactly. So Period. we gotta see what this nigga got. Like, do he got it or? Let's see. If he he brought it back. Let's see. It's a no for you. I feel like that's a club banger. If that's you say that in a club, banger? I'm gonna be like, uh, uh, hit my Dougie, maybe my two step. Hit my Dougie. I mean? Hit my Dougie. See, yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't. I wouldn't listen to that song by myself. Okay. I, you I, you I, would I definitely have to be in a There's club. Certain, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like this song was formulated for a hit. I yeah, feel like the hit. producer. You know those like songs everything? that you turn on that come on your music and you're like, oh, nah, what the fuck? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, it's the energy that bounces yeah. off because there's some songs that I listen to and I'm like, nah, I'm not feeling it. But then I watch somebody else buy about to it and I'm like, oh, I can see how they bop to it. Like, yeah. we can get it. Okay, cool. But exactly. I definitely like that one. I like that one. Okay, so I can see got, the vision in the club. I see it. Like I see where he, the producers were at. I feel like they put a lot of money into that and they want it to be a hit, but I feel like. Like how Michelle said, it wasn't a hit. It's not going. It's it not got going. a nice beat though, but I like they tried, but it's not. Yeah, it's not there. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kidding! Don't hear. We got, for you. we got Guap Dad Four Thousand. Have you guys ever heard of Guap Dad Four Thousand? Is he white? No, <laughs> oh, he's okay. actually a black man. He's Afro Latino. And it's this song is called Gucci Pajamas, and it's featuring Chance the Rapper and Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson, right? That's what I said. I love you, Gucci pajamas. But, like, uh, yeah, it didn't hit me. Like, it at first, like I, I was like vibing it. out to it, but I needed more. Like, you know, I Oh, <laughs> 
It's not yeah, it's the original. Like a, what was the remix about it? The remix, I guess. It's an Afrobeat song, isn't it? I guess it. I I don't know. I never heard the original song, so I don't it know. It sounds what, exactly the same though. Well, he yeah. added to it. So the action was in there. Everything. I thought. Yeah. I thought it was the the other person, but I can't think of who the other person is. There, there's Burna Boy and Burn- Mahalia. Yes, Burna Boy. All right, so y'all know. Did they rap yes. on that part or? I should listen to the original so I can tell you what the difference was. Either way, that song's about so new music. It's good. It's good. New, new music. And I got one more for y'all. Y'all definitely know this, but I know y'all ain't haven't heard this. Uh, something like this. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts, bitches. <laughs> I'm so here for it. Specifically, throw on some Jersey Club and I will oh throw Jersey it back in the club. Music? I mean, oh throw it back God. in the car. I will literally, yeah, throw it back anywhere. Sexy walk going out. <laughs> literally. All right, so we're giving that a new music. Yes, new and music. New music. So that completes my five songs for this week. So okay, so we're we'll wrapping up the episode. So this wraps up our fifth episode of Catch Your Light. Thank you guys for tuning in again, and I really appreciate all of you guys that tune in. And really listen to it, like, from beginning to end, because I put so much work into it and so much effort into it, and this is, like, my little baby. My little baby. any final words, guys? I just want to say, it's okay to not be okay. Yes. Right? What do you mean by that? So, um, just to stem off what we were talking about with mental health, um, I feel like there's a lot of people that, um, I feel like on social media, there's always, like, contradictory, like, posts. I feel like, you could really go crazy on social media. Like, people post things talking about, um, it's okay, you don't need nobody. Just do what you gotta do. It's okay to cut everybody off. Yeah. Right? And then there's things like, it's okay to be the strong friend, to check on the strong friend, you know, that type of stuff. I just feel like, um, it doesn't need to be so complex. Like, it's okay to not know what you're doing right now. It's okay to be flustered and mad and sad and angry. Um, Because if that's your feeling, that's your feeling. Um, But I feel like the next step is, you know, trying to move on from that or trying to get past that. Yeah, problem solving. We don't want to stay in that. It's okay to stay in that for a day, a week, maybe a month, but we don't want to stay in that for the rest of our life, right? So, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Reese, any final words? I like what you said, and 
I just want people to just know that they are great. Like, even when things are not going well, you're still awesome. You're still human. You still matter. You're still important. There, you know, you can. It's okay to take breaks, and you know, but still, like, know that you're you're on this earth for a reason, and it's up to you to execute those things. You know, take your time, take your breaks, but don't forget you got a bigger purpose to you know to work towards. So, yes. I don't want people to give up. I don't want people to feel like. You know, they're not good enough because, like, I'm telling you, yo, I was there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and I still I still feel it sometimes. But it's like you have to you have to understand, like, it's bigger than you. Right. It's bigger yeah. than how you're feeling in this moment. Like, other people are looking up to you. Other people right. are proud of you right. for the life that you've lived. It's Amen. way bigger than what you got. So, that's what I got. Yes. And just to piggyback off of that, dig into your purpose. That's all I want to say. I'm done. I said all that I could say, and I did what I does. So we're done this episode. See you next time, guys. Bye. Toodles.